yesterday I gave him my best And still made mistakes But praise God for mercy It's new every day And I know that you're with me Cause I'm not afraid of tomorrow I'm waking up in the blood And here's to the sunrise Waking me up Your calm and your peace Surrounding me
We have a powerful ally, and that is Jesus Christ. He is for us, and he's not against us. So we are going to take another musical break. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside For this day, we're gathered in your name, calling out to you. Your glory like a fire, awakening desire, will burn our hearts with truth. You're the reason we're here. You're the reason we're singing. Descending like a cloud, you're standing with us now Lord, unveil our eyes You're the reason we're here You're the reason we're singing God is looking to show the glory and the power, power, power that, he, that wants he wants us to have. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies, if you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, there's a better life. Praise the Lord for the morning. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been praise God for the morning. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies. If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus give us give a, better, us a better, life. better life Praise God If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies if you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life 
Praise God. Um, listen, we were we're gonna be real and open with you. We were having technical issues. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we were having technical issues, yes. and we are back. Yay! <laughs> and we are happy to be back. We missed so, you, but we fixed it. <laughs> I, I mean, my my technical skills are very limited, and I had to call Brother Anton to help, and he came to the rescue, and we figured it out. But any in any event, listen. We as I was saying before the technical issues, we have a powerful ally. Yes, and it's do. Jesus, <laughs> and, and I believe He gave us the powerful tools, all the tools that we need to be here on Earth. And I just want to remind you that again, I am a strong believer, and the Bible come um, shows it as well. Prove it. We are not citizens of this Earth. Mm. Thus, we need to be acquainted. With the regulations, again, I speak as an attorney, regulations, laws, but really the, the guidelines that citizens of heaven should be living by. And one of the thing is, I think I love when God does not actually, mm-hmm. actually give us all the answers. He's not a God who's trying to just hide things from us. He gives us all the answers. Uh, and so he, he tells us straight. There is a way to please him. We are our desire, our main desire is to please God. Mm-hmm. And he tells us how to. He's not an unfair person who's telling us please me, but and doesn't not, and not telling you how <laughs> exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. He's a God that is. His interest is for his kids to be, and the image he wants them to be, which is his image. Children that are acting the way God intended them to act. And he tells us how to please him. How is that, Michelle? Well, there is no pleasing God without faith. That's it. And I know, um, I think over the past few weeks, we've been talking about pleasing the Lord and and living that life that's pleasing to him. Mm -hmm. And there is no pleasing God without faith. And, you know, what, what, what exactly is faith? And when we look at Hebrews 11.1, you know, it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, what does that mean? <laughs> okay. I mean, in the, in the dictionary, the definition of faith is complete confidence in something or someone. Right. And in the Bible, you know, the, the Lord gives us his definition of faith. It's the substance of things that we hope for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean to you? And I want to do this. I want to mm-hmm. replace that verse in, in verse six in that same chapter. There is, it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. I want to replace mm-hmm. the definition here. here without the confidence mm-hmm. of the things that, again, in my paraphrase, I'm paraphrasing. Yep, yep. Without the confidence that the things that you be, you hope for will actually become to reality, you can't please God, which requires for you to have confidence in the things that you hope for and again we want to give a disclaimer always the christian should always be looking to be in the center of god's will so which means everything you are hoping everything you are desiring (laughs) should be within god's will for your life and we believe that every one of us is born with a purpose and god has a plan for all of us that's right and i was thinking I was thinking, I always think this way, and agent, and we believe, because the Living in Peace Project, we kind of think, we believe we are citizens of heaven on a mission here. We're just visiting here. Exactly, <laughs> and we believe that we are agent, we ambassadors 
of Christ. What does that mean? We go to our natural. I love how God always gives us the natural to compare how things should be. We go to the natural. Let's say I'm ambassador for America and I go to another country. Who do I take my mission from? Who do I take my command from? Mm -hmm. I take them from the person who's supervising me. And that person, before making that decision to send me as an ambassador or an agent of the country, are they did in their mind they had to do evaluation is this is modeling the right agent that i can partner with to send out there to represent me will she be doing the task that i'm assigning her to do mm -hmm. and how will she know the task that i'm assigning her to do so i'm wondering in heaven because god is there's activities going on in heaven we don't know but the activity somehow god has set has made it so that we are to be in partnership with with him and, and and what is it there's a scripture i can't remember exactly the eyes of the lord is going around he's the going world. through and, and fro in the earth and yes he's searching to, for people that he can use that he can use that he can use so i'm wondering as children of god as christian who are supposed to be ambassadors of the lord when he's having the conversation in heaven or however he does it i don't know if he's having conversation with the angels with you know, however he's doing it. Mm -hmm. And he has a task to do. He always have tasks because he's working. He's working. You know, he's always working. Jesus said, my father's always working. So mm -hmm. like him, I must always go about my father's business. And I'm wondering if he says, Madeline or Michelle or Sister Cynthia or Sister Jerlyn, mm -hmm. can I assign them? Can I trust them to mm -hmm. fulfill this purpose or this Go ahead. But can I can I trust them? But do they trust me? Right. Exactly. So, so that's the that's the you know you're working with concert, the Lord in concert together. You know, he's your supervisor, but he's working and partnering with you. So there's the trust and the faith and the belief. And Madeline, you had referenced a, a verse, and I just wanted to say it, mm -hmm, um, which is Hebrews eleven six. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is able to and he is. he is just that he is and i think able to do whatever okay. he says he will do he is able to do whatever it is that's right and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him which requires for us to be in concert and that trusting relationship with him knowing his will we need discernment jesus speak i'm a strong believer and i mm -hmm. know it for sure because i have seen the lord speak to me with respect to how my life should be I don't know everything, mm -hmm. but he has guided me through the step of where my life should be. There's been pain. Mm -hmm. He's guided me through pain. He's led me through painful situations. And we walk by faith, not by sight, right? Second Corinthians 5, 7. So sometimes things are happening. We were talking about this earlier. Things are happening and you're like, this is crazy. I don't know what's going on. And you know what, God? I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> I know you're going to do something. So I am just walking almost like you're blindfolded in right. a way. But because you know that God is is walking with you. He's actually, you know, like when you're, for those of us who have, you know, the physical fathers here. And if you're dancing and if, you, and, and if you've ever danced on your father's feet. Right. Mm -hmm. They the father is the one that's controlling the movement, you know, as, as you're dancing. That's like the Lord is helping you to dance through your life. Amen. Amen. And right. I and I want to say the Lord is a strategic person. I He's very that. strategic. Very it's strategic. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> very strategic. He's not a dictator. He's one who's interested in teaching, mm -hmm. which is why he sent Jesus to model faith for us. And I love this scripture, and let me see. And James 2, James, no. Huh. It's not James, it's another Hebrew. It's part of the faith okay. mm -hmm. theory mm -hmm. that we have. Hebrew 12, 2, it says this. I love the King James Version. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author mm. and finisher of our faith. You mm. know, what, who is an author? Author is the one who write this story. And this for me, what I take from this, Michelle, is that the moment you become a Christian, you have faith. Because the Lord has given you faith. He's put something in you. Yeah. But what are we doing? Are we activating? Are we putting our it faith, to work? Right. Work, again, faith without work <laughs> is, is 
dead. And I was. <laughs> I love how we did that. <laughs> we didn't plan that. <laughs> I want. <laughs> I want to read um, James two verse fourteen and on. What good is it, their brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? Mm. Can that kind of faith save anyone? Mm-hmm. Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say goodbye and have a good day. Mm-hmm. Stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself mm-hmm. isn't enough unless it produces good deed. It is dead and useless. Do you have faith if you are not putting it to work or activating it? Mm-hmm. It That's- is useless. And I love how this is saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why it's important for you to know what is God's will for you. Mm-hmm. Because let's say for me, it might be for me to help the poor. My faith will say, help the poor. And I cannot see someone being hungry and not feed. Mm-hmm. What is the purpose God have for you? What is the mission before you? You need to have, we need to have discernment mm-hmm. and be in sync with the Lord. And, and just an, an example of that, right? In terms of activating your faith and using your faith. Sometimes it's a very small act. Yes. It doesn't have to be this big Most thing. Most of the time, Most it is done. a small act. It may be a prayer. It may be a conversation with someone. It could be something very small. And then a it, smile too. It could yeah, be a smile. smile. It could just be a smile. Yeah. You know, because you don't know what's going on in people's lives. And you could be doing something as what you think is as simple as a smile. And that could change that whole, that person's whole perspective. I'll tell you, I used to do a public speaking thing. Mm-hmm. And again, I never mentioned Jesus, but my lifestyle is, I, my sincere desire is to live a lifestyle that is, showing mm-hmm. my faith. Uh, and so I remember I took a long break mm-hmm. and when I came back, one of them says, you know, I see a lot of people out there with beautiful smile and every time I see them, I say, see, that reminds me of Madeline, but Madeline's smile is bigger. <laughs> it's much brighter. There's such life in there. And it was encouraging to me knowing that they're watching by your action. Right. Small acts. That's right. Small acts. And I just want to refer to, and this is Matthew 8, you know, um, 5. And this is a well-known story, but it shows an action that's not, it's, it's faith, right? So this is the centurion. So when Jesus, this is verse 5. Uh, Matthew 8, 5, when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou should come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant will be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth. And to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And in verse 13, Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way as thou hast believed and be it done unto thee. And the servant was healed the same hour. And that was an act by the centurion who said, Jesus, you know, I believe in you and what you do. You don't even have to be, and this is what we do every day. You don't have to be physically mm-hmm. present for something to happen in my life. And, 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 and suppose, Michelle, suppose yes. the centurion just said, you know, this Jesus person, Mm-hmm. I think he can do things. He does. I believe he can do it. Oh, I have a sick person. But he can do it. Jesus can help. Mm-hmm. And leave it there. Mm-hmm. And did not take that extra step, mm-hmm. that action, mm-hmm. that activation, and go and ask. And ask. And, and in our lives, right? Pray. 
Exactly. Right. So it's 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 not it's not you have to do a, most of the times it's it's a it, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It, it, it's something that, you know, but but the Lord will help you And the centurion at that time. It's not like he was a Christian. <laughs> he believes in Jesus. Yeah. Right. But he believed he believed in, in, in Jesus and what Jesus could do. Yeah, I think he had faith in Jesus. He did have that faith. That makes him, a, I would say, I guess, that, it, I guess that made him a Christian yeah, before, had, you know, yeah. that would he make him a Christian. Yeah. But he believed. Yes, that relationship that we have today, or, he didn't have it. Right, um, right, but right. But I, I, I think he had that Christian. Um, and again, it, it goes with that story you were telling me about this, the two thieves, the story mm-hmm. of the, the thieves mm-hmm. and the cross, right? Mm-hmm. You have that, right? Yeah, yeah, It I goes do. with that, that that faith began with you believing in Jesus, believing in him. Um, we didn't have a relationship, this man who on the cross, if you read right. it, didn't mm-hmm. have a, when you read it, didn't have a relationship with Jesus. But he believed that Jesus could, he hoped for the things that he wanted to happen. Yeah, and, and basically in uh, Luke chapter 23, um, going on from verse 34, um, when Jesus was on the cross, the people were... Um, they were mocking him. They were deriding him. They were saying, you know, let him save himself if he's the Christ, is the chosen of God. The soldiers mocked him. Everyone was mocking him. And they, you know, put um, uh, a sign up that said in Latin and Hebrew, this is in Greek, Latin and Hebrew, this is the king of the Jews. And he was with two thieves and one of the, they call them malefactors, but basically thieves which were hanged, railed on him saying, if you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answering rebuked the first thief and said, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man, he hasn't done anything wrong. And then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. And what this says to me is, It is never too late to activate your faith. It is never too late for you to come to Christ. Some people say, Oh, I'm too old, you know, um, or I've done too many bad things in my life. And I can't come to Christ because of my past, my age, whatever it may be, my addiction, um, you know, just the lifestyle that I've led. But it is never too late to go to Christ and it is never too late to activate your faith. So if you're out there right now and you're saying it's too late for me, there is nothing I can do. You don't have to do it. God can do it for you. Jesus will do it. But you do need to say, Lord, help me. Lord, I accept you and activate your faith and your belief. Amen. Amen. I love that, Michelle. Yeah. You know, it's funny when I when I read the the this story and, you know, more and more as you read the Bible, because one of the things that it says, you know, in Romans ten seventeen, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more and we'll more say that again. faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that's how we attend faith. How do we attend faith? How do we attend faith? How do we get faith? Right. It's it's by it's by going to the constitution. Right. <laughs> going to the, Christian, to the Bible. To the Christian constitution, the Christian guideline. Continue. That's I'm right. Sorry. So going to the Bible. So as I was reading this story, I think every time you go in, or for me anyway, when you go into the Bible, there may be days where you read a verse that or something that's encouraging, but then there's something that's new. God shows you something new. You're learning and something I, new reading the same that's verse right. every and time. Exactly. And I never actually thought Wow, I thought it was wonderful that this thief, that the Lord would say, I can can save you, but it just shows it is never too late. And today is the day, okay, because we don't know, but today is the day. It is never too late. And by reading the word, the word activates your faith. And you know, I have one of my favorite verses, which I'm going to say, even though it's not quite on the topic, but it is on the topic. But, you know, 
Isaiah 4110. You're like, okay, really, Michelle? But Isaiah 4110. <laughs> I'll, I'll be a lawyer for you now. I'll try to make it fit. I'm going to make it fit for you. Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you. But it's quite faith, Michelle. It's it faith. faith. And it helps me to activate my faith. And when things are crazy, I can say, you know, I can bring this verse to mind or read this verse. And I say, yes, yes, I trust you, Lord. And the other thing, <laughs> and the other thing we were discussing is that we need to be careful to not... Um, what is the word that I'm looking for? We don't want to take care of the, the, we don't want to, um, what is the word that I'm looking for? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. The pal, the, the infirmity we have, we don't oh, want to okay. cater to the, to our infirmity so too much to the point that we forget that we are more than conquerors. That's right. Sometimes if we focus too much on our weaknesses, on where we are, and start saying, yes, we are human. Oh, my goodness. Look at what I'm going through. But my faith is going to take me through. My faith. Oh, Lord, 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 for that. <laughs> if we focus too much on our infirmities, it will hinder us from achieving the goals God has for us. And this verse is telling us that your favorite verse, read yes. it again. One, one, one of my favorite verses. I have a couple more. Um, but it is Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed. I am your God. So I will strengthen you and I will help you. So this verse is saying, do not focus on your infirmities. Mm -hmm. Don't be dismayed. Look to me. Mm -hmm. Look at, look mm -hmm. at me. And it mm -hmm. goes to your stories with Job, what we were talking about. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. That Job, what? Go ahead. Tell me again. So, okay. So we were having this conversation because, you know, Job is one of those stories where, you know, God allowed Satan to test him and everything came at him. And there was a point with Job. And let me see if I have it here. Um, whoops. Sorry. The wind is blowing my, my papers away. The I'm fan sorry. in here. Um, so in Job, uh, bear with me here, guys. She's bearing. She's bearing. But in the meanwhile, while she's yes. looking, I'm going to read something that I think another way. Oh, I got it. Okay. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. So, yeah. so with Job, um, one of the things that was interesting to me was there was a point in time in this sort of trial and test that he was going to. And I, th I think we've all maybe been here. There, Job was saying, this is, this is Job 10, starting from verse 1. My soul is weary of my life. I will leave my complaint upon myself. I will speak bitterness of my soul. I will say to God, do not condemn me. Show me wherefore thou contendest with me. Is it good unto thee that thou should oppress, that thou should despise the work of thine hands? <laughs> so he's, he's complaining. He's saying, Lord, why, why am I here? Why am I going through this? Why are you doing this to me? Where are you? And I think I, I, I'm, I love Job simply mm -hmm. because I dare to be honest with the Lord. I do. Mm -hmm. At whatever consequence, I dare. I say, I say this at the end of my life. I want to say that I gave my faith the best shot that I could have. Um, I love Job because he was honest Though there was a bigger picture, there was a bigger mm -hmm. picture that Job could not see. Mm -hmm. But the reality is his pain mm -hmm. was real. It, I've been to the place and I, my mentor, Sister Jolene, has helped me a lot because I've been to a place where I never, I, it was hard for me to see the beauty of life mm -hmm. to say I would not miss anything. <laughs> if I was not here, and my mentor would always remind me, but other people would might not be you. <laughs> and, and that was the sincere cry of my heart with the facts that I had before me. Life was painful. It seemed very ugly. And if the point is for me to be with Jesus, why can't Jesus just keep me where I am with him? Right. But nevertheless, he had a plan, <laughs> you know. And so I am a big fan of being honest with the Lord with a teachable heart. Mm -hmm. honest with the Lord with a teachable heart what, what I mean tell God what you're going through tell God what you see how you feel how you feel <laughs> what you experience but be, be willing have a teachable heart when he comes and 
come to you and show you another picture his way because our ways are not his ways mm-hmm. his views are not our views so when he starts shifting to one again mm-hmm. um what is um conforming our mind to his view we have we need to have that teachable spirit to say but no god you are wrong no we need to say okay i still don't understand it but i will i'm open to learn right. and you you i i think job did the right thing yeah. Well, well, you know what, Marlon? One of the things you said is in reality, there are other things that we don't know what's happening right. behind the scenes that the Lord is working things out on our behalf. Yes. Right. So when we think we're in a big mess and we don't know what's going on and, you know, God is actually we can't see it, but that's part of faith. Yes. Right. Faith is not something that. Right. Yes, I do. So. So God is working things out in the back, just like he was doing it um, in in Job's life. And and one of the things and you also said, uh, be teachable. And, you know, Job went from saying, Lord, uh, you know, why am I even (laughs) born? Um, Why have you brought me out of the womb? You know, oh, that I had given up the ghost and no eyes had seen me. How does he go from that? In chapter 10 to chapter 13, uh, verse 15, where he says, Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Yeah. How does he get it's to that faith point? Thing, that teachable spirit of the confidence. I think the confidence, the hope is who's our hope? Isn't it Jesus? Right. Yes. Isn't Jesus our hope? It's having confidence. I don't think we need to have confidence in God's ability. I've heard it said. Don't have confidence. Don't have. Wait, don't have confidence on in God's activities. Mm-hmm. Have confidence in God's abilities, rather, and his love for you. That's right. And his heart for you. I mean, after all that the Lord has done for us, died on a cross for us, mm-hmm. you know, God sent his son to suffer for us um, so that we can have new life. After that, you know, what, what is what more really can God do for us you know so we we just I don't know for me it's just to believe and and by faith and I have seen things happen because of faith where maybe my expectation because of my limited mind Mm -hmm. my limited human mind I say there is no way this situation is gonna turn out but I have learned because I have seen God act on my behalf um, where my faith has grown even stronger, mm-hmm. I have seen God do things that I thought it'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but saying okay, Lord, in my in my little box, in my little world that we sometimes place God in a box. Right. God is outside of the box. He is everything outside of the box. So we place Him in there, and He breaks through he's not even you know the box isn't there for him it's there for us so we have to break through that box and let god do his thing and just trust him and and, you know michelle i think like we were talking on our way here faith is also leaning not on our own understanding Mm -hmm. and you were telling the one of the things you said but if god sometimes god may have us put a desire in your heart and you back out because you don't see how it could possibly happen. Like Michelle mm-hmm. said, our minds are limited. Mm-hmm. We do not see the big picture. And it's important that we, I'm in a situation where right now where mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I'm able to do what God has placed before me. But this is where I come to lean heavy. Mm heavy on the Lord and I'm not trusting on my understanding and I'm just trusting in his wisdom. It's important to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. That's my dad's favorite verse. (laughs) It's very important. And Michelle, you know what I think with your question to how did Job get from wanting to die and then saying though he he slay slay me me, I will trust him. It's I think that the answer is Romans 8.28. Mm-hmm. Faith is Romans 8. Trusting that God has your best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. It's God will work all of it for my good. The thing is a good father. Mm-hmm. A good father a good father who is who has unlimited abilities. Who has genius levels that we can't even comprehend. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's... 
And, and, you know, Jesus was just, um, there's so many stories in the Bible and in the New Testament around faith um, and, 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 and Jesus, right? And Jesus was physically present at that time, but now, you know, he is with sitting at the right hand of the Father and he sent his Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is here mm. to help us. Um, in our walk and in our faith. And I think of stories like the woman um, bleeding, mm-hmm. you know, issue of blood. The, the issue of blood for 12 years um, and just reaching out to touch the garment, just having the faith to say, the Lord, action. The, action. just the action. Exactly. Action right. You I'm going to sit there and just say, OK, I'm just going to sit here and sera, do nothing. Sera, sera. Exactly. Let, let's. Um, what will be whatever will be will be, will be. Kiss sera, sera. no we are not to be sitting here and doing nothing and to go back to what you're saying about the holy spirit uh, one scripture i will tell you where it mm-hmm. is but i see the verse um it's a scripture where the holy spirit is given gifts one man's gift mm-hmm. by the spirit is to speak with wisdom mm-hmm. another to speak with knowledge the same spirit gives to another man faith mm-hmm it's a gift. Faith mm-hmm. is a gift. Mm-hmm. So some people have extra gift. I mean, extra faith. So if you don't have it, the way we're talking about it, where you can see things change, situation change in your life. And I, again, when I say situation change in your life, I'm not saying that you get all your heart desires absent God's will or free of suffering. I'm a strong believer that the Christian's life involve a lot of suffering but it's worth it all Mm -hmm. because there is a bigger picture you know when you talk about acting in god's will and the disclaimer you know we're not we're not saying to someone who has an addiction right lord i need more you know not you know or or you know i i need to get down to the down to uh i need something else to drink lord let me uh you know in that way father i want to get two cars for you know just because you want to show up right uh, or father I want this big house when you single by yourself and you want to spend all this money doing all these things now if it's God's will for you go ahead it, right. but be sure that it is God's will for you right so so you know that that disclaimer of being in God's will and it's important living important. yeah living a life that's pleasing to the Lord yes that's um, important you know, too what, Very what's, what's going to please the Lord that's right and that scripture that I read was 1 Corinthians chapter 2 First question, and I think it starts from verse 12. It's, it's talking about the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives. You know, the, the other thing you talked about was the um, the um, the parable um, of the talents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> you, 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 you talked about it. I'm sending it back to you. <laughs> okay. So, we were talking about what are we doing with our faith? What are you doing with the faith that Jesus have authored? You know, and what... Are you doing with it? And we thinking, mm-hmm. we I thought the parable of the five. Uh, I use I love to use the principles of the Bible to apply it to life. And one of the things parables I love is a parable of the talents, where one was given one, one was given two, and I mm-hmm. think one was given five. The one who was given five invested, and I'm not sure it's five. I don't remember. I think it's five. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, if one who was given the five invested it. And then the one who was given the two invested as well because they want growth. The one who was given one, the little, deemed that, you know what? I don't want to upset the status quo and I do not want to upset God. I just want to just, I'm going to keep it here, bury it somewhere. When he gives me more, I will invest. (laughs) There will never be another time that is better. You will never have more than you have today to do what you need to do today. So we're thinking, if you are sitting on your faith because you think it's too little, that's right. It's not a good idea. Right. And there was a scripture that I had. You can go ahead, Michelle. There's a scripture that I had um, this week that came into mind, and I'm looking for it. If you have anything, you can go. So ahead. I'm just going back to uh, Romans 12 verse three because we were talking about the fact that the Lord does give us faith, and it says here, "For I say." Though the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more Mm. highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. Soberly is to think 
carefully, thoughtfully, um, sound mind, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. There you go. What? Right. The measure of faith. So, you know, God does give us all faith. It's how we use it, how we activate it. And I say, if you haven't activated your faith, you're missing out. You're missing out. And and, and, and can I say hi to some people? Yes. D. (laughs) D. Hempfield, you are listening on Facebook. Hi, D. We're going to say hi. And my daddy's listening as well. I think your mom is listening. Uh, And my sister, Andrea. And I think. Sister Jolene, Rachel, and other people. And, and Jerry, we think Jerry's yes. listening. Yes, Jerry, we love Jerry. We love and you. everyone who's listening, we cannot see. We do appreciate you. Sister Denise. Yes, yes, all the supporters. And I'm tr- I'm still trying to look for this verse. Okay, I got it, Michelle. Yay. Ecclesiastes 11, mm-hmm. 4. Farmers. And, and I want to say, it goes to us waiting on more or better opportunities. We should not be doing that. We should be working with what we have now. Um, Ecclesiastes 11.4. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. Hmm. They wa- if they watch every cloud, they never harvest. It goes to the parable of the five talents. He just buried that one. And mm-hmm. then, but if you are not, you need to be using what you have now. That's the, that, that's the, that's the point. And another one is Ecclesiastes, is Ecclesiastes 11.6. Plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon. For you don't know if profit will come from one activity or another or maybe both. I love this. So uh, should we be taking a musical break? Yeah. What time is it? I'm so... <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> sure. So let's take a musical break. <laughs> No one can accuse me of not trying To make the most of this hand I've been dealt No one can accuse me of not trying To move past all the pain and fear I've felt To my rescue is what you do so well. And when my strength has failed, the story I will tell is how your love refused to leave me on my own when I couldn't save myself. No. Oh, oh. I'm sure you. Just waiting for me to wave the flag and just give up. And patiently you've waited with sweet mercy. Knowing my best wasn't good enough. I don't know why you stay or why you love me this way. I sure want you to know that I am grateful.
Okay, Michelle, you got it. <laughs> okay, so you know, I know that we're 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 still talking about faith, but can I just can I just give like a shout out to God? <laughs> Go ahead and just praise Him for Hallelujah. His for His great faithfulness and His kindness towards us. And every day, just being able to to wake up. And some days you wake up, you don't feel so hot. And then you know, but you look to the Lord and you and you keep your eyes to the heavens and say, Lord, you know, I need you today. And I just praise him for being there. And, you know, he's he's been there for me. And I believe and I trust and I have faith that he will be there for me and for you. So I just I just want to praise him. I think he's cool. I think he's the best person that I've ever encountered. I think he's awesome. And, you know, we were saying, too, that when you have faith, it is so freeing. You know, you don't you don't have the same, you know, we get sometimes as humans, we get anxious and we worry and we have pity parties and uh, woe is me. And they come. They, and come, they come out, but we get out. We get, we get out faith because is, faith enables us to get out to quickly. do that. And things like reading one of my go to verses, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah 41, 10, uh, one of my go to verses or just praying or just saying, thank you, Lord. That is a, a step towards an activation of faith. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so going back to um, Matthew 8, this is verse 23. And this is a story of when Jesus was, was in the boat um, and his disciples were with him and, and they were afraid. Um, and when he entered into the ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea insomuch that the ship was covered with waves, but he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and woke him saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And he saith unto them, why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose, rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. So that's like life. It's life. Right? That's life. We're in that boat. We're rocking. We're swaying. And we're like, this is going to sink. I'm sinking, Lord. I need your help. And he says, don't fear. I'm here. But isn't it interesting that he still come even when our faith is not That's so right. Strong? But I, let's yes. give a shout out to Catherine Spurgeon. She's listening. And Catherine, we hey, love Catherine. you. Catherine. <laughs> love you, Catherine. Catherine said we are doing a good job. And so we appreciate we your appreciate, encouragement. Love you, Catherine. <laughs> Thank you so much. You have another verse? Or should I read yeah, the verse that I you, you go. You read. Uh, okay. <laughs> we have a, there's so much about faith that we can talk about. There's so many scriptures, so much in the Bible, so much in our lives that we're just like, okay, you go, I go, you go. I think somewhere in the conversation, we said that you know we've been called for something. Yes. Jesus did not save us to just put us somewhere and do nothing. We've been saved for a purpose, and let me tell you, it's big deal. You know, working for the for the FBI working for America, <laughs> it's a big deal. Working in authority, working for someone with high authority, it's a big deal. We are, we have a huge responsibility and it is, it's really true. We do have to take it serious and start thinking like it is in heaven. Let's start acting like God sees us mm-hmm. and stop the pity parties. And again, there, listen, this is where I, okay, so I guess I'm going somewhere else, Michelle. Okay, where are you going? So, here's what I think. There is a season for everything. Yeah. There is a season where it is so hard that you can't even see anything else. Mm-hmm. And that all you can do is have a pity party and it's okay. Yes. But what I'm saying, do not stay in the same season forever. Mm-hmm. We can, we have to be growing. Growing constantly. And our faith enables us to move forward stay being a christian forever and still stay in the same trials ever for me that i'm i don't know mm-hmm. i think there's a problem we need to be growing all the trials in our lives are for something they are to teach us something to endure to help us endure the pain but to also overcome and remember the lord says in peter first peter either first peter or second peter i'm not quite sure it's in the bible i know that <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> because the way i study the bible or study anything is to get the context and to get the content and work with it the understanding of it i'm not so good at memorizing you go, girl. Go, go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> here's the thing: of the trials are sent by God to sharpen our faith, mm-hmm. and God compares our faith as pure gold. Faith is so important to God that it is more than pure gold, better than pure gold, more, much more valuable than pure gold. We need to start seeing it. 
And so all the trials in our life are coming to sharpen our faith. They are not your enemies. So my thing is when we stay in the same position forever as Christians and we're not growing, Mm-hmm. We all grow differently, but we, there should be some level of change. Yeah. We cannot be saying, "Oh, every time we face a trial, the same thing." And pray for me. When did you did you learn from the trial that you learned, so you can become the person and encourage another person who's going to go through that? And you know, I I um I have the, I think I, I don't know if I mentioned this. I have this um. You know, I, I'm the type of person I like to see um, my encouraging verses and scriptures and mm. sayings and I have them in my wall. And one thing that I have in there, it says, let your faith be bigger than your fear. Mm-hmm. You know, let your faith be bigger than your trial. You know, your faith is I think your faith is actually God in action. It's, it's God. It is bigger. OK, and it's bigger. So. If you're in that season that Madeline mentioned, you know, and, and, and we read in the scripture so faith coming by hearing and hearing of the word of God. If you're in that season, read your Bible. Pick up your Bible. Talk to a person who has faith. Oh, one of the things I wanted to mention very, very quickly, because sometimes you do need another person to help you activate your faith. Mm-hmm. And I think about, you know, Moses, right? Moses, um, when there, with the parting of the Red Sea, and this is in Exodus 14, um, I think it's 10 to 16, and the people are grumbling now, right? Because mm-hmm. they're, they're by the sea. Um, Pharaoh is sending the soldiers against them. Um, he was right behind them. And they were, it says in the Bible in verse 10, they were sore afraid. Like they were really afraid. Not just mm-hmm. afraid. They were really afraid. And the children of Israel, they cried out to the Lord and they said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, has thou <laughs> taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt with us to carry us forth out of Egypt is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt saying let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians for it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die in the wilderness limited view limited view That's of the right. situation and, and, and verse 13 here's what Moses said and Moses said unto the people fear ye not stand still and see the salvation of the Lord which he has sh- will show you today for the Egyptians whom ye have seen today ye shall see them no more forever the Lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace amen amen so sometimes we need somebody to to, yeah, oh yeah. to activate to help us to activate our faith and, and I think that's the reason we we have such a big duty mm-hmm. to activate our own faith mm-hmm. and when the trials come, we do what the trials were sent for so we can be that person who encouraged the next person because there will be another person going through whatever we are going through. That's right. And That's so I right. think we are coming to an end, Michelle, and I have one verse, one scripture. I've, I'll read it at the end, but okay. go ahead. Do your final thing. So <laughs> my, my, <laughs> there's, nev- there's never a final thing. So, uh, <laughs> so I just want to say Mark 9, 23, Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe all things are possible to him that believeth. So I just encourage you by faith that you will look to the Lord, that you will say to the Lord, I believe that you will action those things that the Lord has put into your heart. But whatever has held you back, fear, doubt, what other people say, what you should be concerned about with, what does God say about you? Amen. Right? And in order to please him, you've got to use your faith. Amen. So I encourage what? you. Amen. What does God say about you? The Bible says, again, do not know the exact citation. You are a soldier at war. A soldier mm-hmm. at war who's, who's engaged in a war. Uh, you're in, you're be, in the army, okay? Yes. <laughs> you cannot be, you know, be cons- con- confused by the things of this world. And so basically, can you imagine this? Can you imagine a soldier, one of our soldiers, mm-hmm. who is sent to war to mm-hmm. protect us, but is going in there, my goodness, what if I get shot? Oh my goodness, what if this happened? I don't know what to do. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, this is too big. This is too much for me. This is when they are supposed, they're not, they are supposed to be protecting and fighting and, and have all these weapons. It's not the goal for us. The goal for us is for us to be, we are more than conquerors. That's what mm-hmm. the Lord says. And my intention here is not to discourage, but to encourage you to, to step into the place God is putting you. God sees us as something greater than we see ourselves. 
And, and you know, Mondelein, you just said something. Now, this this could go on. This conversation <laughs> could go on for a long time. Okay, but you said something about soldiers and having weapons, right? And and we are talking about you know Jesus is. We're talking about love here, but the Lord provides us with weapons, right? Faith is one of those weapons to help us get through life. The armor of faith. The armor of faith. The armor of faith. And, and, and so it's important that you know who you are. Know who you are. You are not a victim in the Christian life. It's not poor me, poor me. The faith are not enemies. They are supposed to be muscle builders, spiritual muscle builders. So you are an agent that God is looking to see if he can use you to partner with him and the things that he's doing on earth. The work must go on and he needs people his children to be involved. And he is a rewarder of, of those who diligently seek him. And and, and so Yes, Madlin. <laughs> I wanna leave you with this verse. It's Philippians three, verse twelve and on. That is Paul talking. I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things, or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ first possessed me for. No, their brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. But I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies Amen. ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Amen. And so that Amen. said, Michelle, it's always an honor to be here talking about my favorite thing, the things that, bring, yes. one of the things that bring me to life, I mean, the thing that brings me to life, <laughs> give me excitement, is talking about Jesus, the things of the Lord. So it's an honor to be sitting here with you and chatting it's an about honor my, for me too. My, the coolest person that I've ever encountered, the best there is. <laughs> loudest, we love you. We uh, love you, loudest. Um, and so, is it Father's Day? Should we say something? Oh, Father's yes. Day. Yes, and again, yes. All out there, shout out to all the fathers <coughs> out there. God bless you. May you continue to walk in the path that the Lord has for you with your children and with your family and with whatever concerns you. Happy Father's Day. Father's Day. Happy Father. And you who have been listening, we, we say love this all you. the time. God sent Jeremiah to preach the gospel and he said, I am not the gospel, the, his word. And he said, they will not listen to you, but you must go and talk. <laughs> but we are privileged that God give us an, <laughs> we are privileged that God give us an assignment in the Living a Peace Show project. And you are here listening. You take your time. You sit down. Thank you. And you listen to what God is putting in our, what we believe in, look to God for putting in our heart you listening so we are so thankful it encourages us we will i know for me i will continue to shout for the lord and his grace and 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 strength is going to be the one that carries me through it i will continue to shout for the lord do not go with me i do believe i that's my heart prayer but i'm thankful now i have people who are supportive so amen thank you amen. for listening and god bless you God bless you. It's been an honor, Michelle. It's been an honor. I am looking for a finest song. Well, just uh, out there, activate your faith. Okay. Activate your faith. Mirror, mirror, mirror on the wall, telling those lies, pointing out your flaws. I know you would believe that